So I haven't done a behind the scenes of my launch type of episode on the podcast yet, but I love listening to these on other podcasts. So I'm super excited to record this for you today. But before I dive into the details of how I earned $84,000 in just seven days, I wanna let you know about a new free resource I created called the SEO Made Simple Roadmap. I've noticed that people in my community are all over the place in terms of how much they already know about online business, audience building, blogging, and of course, my favorite topic, SEO. SEO, also known as search engine optimization, is my absolute favorite way to grow an organic audience online. However, it is a huge topic with a lot of moving parts. So to help simplify things and make sure we're all on the same page, I've put together a simple roadmap that really takes the confusion out of SEO. In this free download, I lay out exactly what SEO is, how it can help you grow your audience, and of course, your bottom line, and the six steps involved in implementing an effective SEO strategy. If this sounds like something you'd be interested in, I invite you to go to seofreebie.com to grab this free download and start educating yourself on one of the most effective tactics for getting thousands of people to your website every single month for free. I hope you enjoy it. All right, so let's get into our regular scheduled programming and talk all about my evergreen launch. Welcome to the Unconventional RD Podcast, where we inspire dietitians to think outside of the traditional employment box and create their own unconventional income streams. We'll talk all things online business to help you start, grow, and scale your own digital empire. As you know, I recently switched from doing fixed course launches throughout the year to a new evergreen funnel system. And if you're not totally familiar with what I mean by that, please check out episode 59, where I outline exactly what I did to get that all set up. But long story short, I won't be doing any hard selling in my business anymore. Rather, all the opportunities to join my paid programs take place in an automated way via my email list. The idea is to shift the focus from having such crazy, intense, hot and cold periods in your business like where you make six figures a couple months a year and then almost nothing during the rest of the year, to a more steady, stable stream of people joining your email list and signing up for your courses every single week throughout the year. And eventually, you should be able to get it to a point where you know your conversion rates, like how many people tend to opt in for certain list building things you do, how many of those people go on to watch your webinars, and how many of those people go on to purchase from you, so that you can somewhat reliably predict if I get X number of new people to sort of join my ecosystem every month, I can expect X dollar amounts roughly in sales. And then that allows you to focus more on the CEO type of tasks in your business, like growing and serving your audience, versus being so much in the trenches all the time with planning launches, creating offer after offer, or always living in fear that the next launch is going to flop and you'll be up a creek without a paddle. So I decided to attempt to make this transition around mid-2020. And the background behind all of this is that I really started the Unconventional RD brand like on a whim as a hobby way back in 2017. And I just began it as a free Facebook group where I wanted to connect with other dietitians interested in unconventional income streams like blogging, writing, public speaking, etc. 
And at that same time, I also started sharing income reports on my corresponding blog to help inspire others that it's possible to make money online and also to help hold myself accountable because knowing that other people would be following my progress helped me stay committed to taking consistent action. But however, because I started my community and website with the intention of just connecting with others and not selling anything, I kind of like fell ass backwards into a functioning business model. So about a year and a half into running that Facebook group, I had been having some success in the online business world with my paid nutrition membership site, freelance writing, blogging, and I was also running a virtual private practice at the time. And I had been super active in my Facebook group, the Unconventional RD community, answering one-off questions every single day. Um, But at some point, it just started to get repetitive. Like the same questions kept popping up again and again from different people. And there wasn't a good way to help people and point them to resources directly in the Facebook group. So I was just like repeating myself again and again. So I decided to go out on a limb and create a paid offer for people in my group to learn from me in a more formal way. And at this point, I think the group had maybe 3,000 people in it. And I had an email list of about 1,500. So just so you have an idea of how big my audience was at the time when I created my first unconventional RD product. And since I had previous success with a membership site model in the nutrition space, that's how I decided to pitch my offer to my group this time around as well. I created a membership site where I would host marketing related trainings three times a year on different topics related to online business. And I pre-sold that idea in the summer of 2018 to validate it. And then I did another discounted pre-launch on Black Friday that year, and then officially launched that membership site in January 2019. And those three rounds of sort of launches brought in $16,000 total. I think I was selling annual memberships at that time for around $300 each. Um, But holy moly, in retrospect, uh, structuring my offer in that way was not really the best idea. It was way too unfocused, like a membership site on online business, like, whoa, that's like trying to be too much for too many people. And, and I soon found out that that was really a recipe for overwhelm for my students and burnout for me. Uh, but since I pitched and sold the membership site concept to people initially, I committed to it for at least 2019. And I did create three trainings, which were really more like three courses, one on using SEO to build your audience, one on making money blogging, and one on email marketing to help automate those income streams. However, I quickly realized this was way too much to try and be an expert on all of those three things and to keep the content up to date and serve my students in the way that I really wanted to on top of still running that nutrition-focused membership site and blog as well. So I also realized around that time that the membership site format in this context wasn't the best fit. So after I released that first course um, or training on SEO, I shut down the membership option and I was like, okay, moving forward, I'm just going to release these trainings as like one-off things that people can buy. And so basically I created three courses throughout 2019 and I then relaunched those and ran them again live in 2020. So I basically ran each course one time a year for two years. 
And I was like completely burnt out. So in mid-2020, I enrolled in Caitlin Batcher's Scale with Success program to learn and implement her evergreen marketing model. And this was a one-year commitment. It was the biggest investment I'd ever made in anything in my business. It's a four-figure monthly payment that you were committed to for the whole year. So it was a little intimidating, but I just decided to jump in and do it. And I knew if I could get some systems integrated into my business, there was almost no way it wouldn't pay off because I had all the pieces in place. I had a niche, I had a somewhat large and engaged audience. At this point, the Facebook group had grown to about 9,000 people. My email list had like 4,500 people on it and my podcast was getting about 1,000 downloads per week and I had products for sale, my three courses that had been validated and that I knew helped people. But what I lacked was the actual systems in my business because up until this point, I had sort of hodgepodge my way to a six-figure business, but I knew if I wanted to grow my business even more and be able to expand and hire a team and have consistent, predictable, reliable revenue um, to really build the brand of my dreams, I had to start thinking like a CEO. So I dove into the Scale with Success program, and it was such an eye-opener. It really helped me see all the spots in my business where I had sort of done like the bare minimum to get my offers launched, which was great at the time because, you know, imperfect action trumps everything. But I had then never taken the time to go back and optimize and hone those things. So it helped me realize that I should scale way back and focus on just one of my offers for my people. So pick one of the courses and scale that one offer to my desired income level before adding more to my plate. And looking back at all three of my courses, far and away the most popular one was the SEO course. And I truly think that the bottleneck for so many online business owners and bloggers is not understanding how to gain that initial audience and grow their traffic. So I decided to go all in on that course, SEO Made Simple, that teaches people exactly how to use SEO to grow their audiences online. And I put the other courses on pause for now. So then I spent about six months going back and upgrading every piece of the sales process that I had sort of just put together haphazardly in the past. I really wanted to take the time to elevate my brand and have a professional image and clear messaging this time. So some of the things that I redid, uh, number one, I completely redid my webinar for the course. Uh, instead of having a public facing webinar that was more like a lead magnet, uh, this webinar was more of a sales mechanism. So it comes later in the customer journey and it's more like explaining what I offer to people and how they can sign up for the course if they're interested. So previously I had been using a teaching style webinar that I ran once per year where I outlined the main steps of SEO and then spent about one minute at the end almost apologetically mentioning my course and inviting people to join. Like, of course, almost no one bought live on those webinars. Um, I did make sales, of course, but most of those sales were coming from my email follow-ups later where I elaborated a lot more on the benefits of the course, etc. But, you know, looking back, that's sort of a waste of all the attention that I had during that webinar. I mean, people had taken the time out of their day to watch that class and then I was totally dropping the ball in helping those people understand in that moment why enrolling in my course could help them. 
Instead, I was kind of chickening out and relying on my emails to do most of the selling. But that's risky because we all know that email open rates often hover around maybe like 20%. So how many people was I not reaching by not pitching effectively during the webinar? So this time, I took the time to really understand my customers, what's going through their heads, what they're looking to achieve from my course, what's stopping them from potentially buying, and made sure to address all those things in the webinar. Number two, I created fast action bonuses for the webinar. And these were bonuses that people could only get if they joined the course while watching the webinar. And I really put a lot of time and effort into these bonuses because I wanted them to be good. I thought about the common objections I heard from potential students about why they believe they weren't ready to join a course like SEO Made Simple, and I made sure to address those with my bonuses. And by far, the two most common objections were, number one, I don't have a niche, slash, I don't know what to write about, so I created a nail your niche workbook for people, and number two, I don't have a clear picture of how blogging will lead to money in the bank, so I created this successful bloggers roadmap outlining the three ways that people can make money online by growing their audiences through SEO, complete with action steps and things to focus on for each model. And the idea here was to encourage more people to take action and join the course during the webinar when they are the most engaged and interested versus putting it off and forgetting about it in their inbox later. And spoiler alert, this really works well. And then of course, to make all of this work, since I was sort of offering special bonuses just for people who join on the webinar versus people who join later, I had to do some fancy tech stuff on the back end to differentiate those people and figure out who automatically, who should be sent the bonuses and who should not. Um, so that was some extra work as well. Uh, number three, I created a downloadable action guide for the webinar to help people stay engaged and excited. So it's basically like a workbook that people could fill in information from the webinar as they watched. Number four, I reframed my offer. And I've talked about this before, but in the past, my offer was kind of weak sauce. Like I pitched my SEO Made Simple course almost as just a way to learn about SEO and that's it. And the course itself was a little bit, I don't know, blah, an, an academic feeling. Uh, like I titled my course lessons things like backlinks or technical SEO, which gets like no one jazzed up and excited to learn about that. So I put in the work to really think about what I was teaching people and how I could organize it into a much more exciting and student-friendly way of thinking about SEO. And I came up with a four-step framework that covered all my main concepts, which I called the REPS framework. And I got clear that my REPS framework helps food, nutrition, and wellness professionals learn how to grow their audiences by blogging with a tried and tested SEO strategy. Whereas before, I'd just be like, hey you, and not even specifying who you was, come learn about SEO with me without clarifying what this really meant or how this information could lead to results in their business. So reframing everything with the reps framework helps establish me as a thought leader in my space and instills confidence that I'm teaching a tried and true process that they can learn and implement as well. Otherwise, it's kind of like, okay, cool, you teach SEO, why should I sign up to learn from you? What makes what you're teaching different than anything else I can find on the internet, et cetera, et cetera. Number five, I completely redid my sales page. So I'm not going to go into detail on this one since I already did a whole episode on it. 
That's episode 54 if you want to learn more about how to craft a super effective sales page. But in addition to reframing how I talked about my course and starting to teach it as a step-by-step framework, I also worked more testimonials into my content on the sales page and the webinar. Number six, I actually created a good-looking checkout page. (laughs) So this was definitely one of the areas where I just scrimped by before. Um, So rather than just using the extremely ugly 90s looking checkout form created by the shopping cart system I was using, I designed a pretty looking checkout page and embedded the checkout form within that. And of course I applied some CSS to the form to change the styling and make it look a lot better and match my branding. Number seven, I wrote email sequences to speak directly to people based on the actions they took. So this is another example where I'm not just phoning in and I'm really taking the time to set up automations that will continue to serve me and my audience in the future. So for example, people who registered for the masterclass would get a certain set of emails. Then people who attended the masterclass would get a certain set of emails versus the people who registered but no showed, they're getting a different set of automated emails, including the opportunity to re-register on the spot. And only the people who actually attended the masterclass were given the opportunity to then enroll in my course. People who skipped out are gonna stay on my email list and be invited back another time. But all of that, once it's set up, is automated. So forevermore, moving forward, anyone who registers for my masterclass is gonna get a set of emails. Anyone who attends automatically gets a set of emails and an invitation to purchase. And anyone who no-shows goes in a different bucket to be kept on the list um, and invited back again later in a preset interval. And number eight, in order to make all this happen, I had to set up my masterclass in EverWebinar and then sync everything up with a tool called Deadline Funnel. And I already knew how to do all this because I had already had a less sophisticated version of a funnel running previously. But the main idea is that uh, this masterclass is set up to be in an evergreen format so people can click the link to join and it will give them times um, for you know just a few minutes in the future and other times that day and the next day. And then once they click and sign up and are registered, the tracking tool called Deadline Funnel assigns a deadline for them. So they can only access the sales page for a set period of time before that page will expire. And this creates a true deadline for signing up that's not fake. So it's not fake scarcity. It's actually like, hey, this is your moment to sign up and it's this long of a window and then it closes. And so for this part, I had to set up a bunch of additional pages and make those look professional as well, like a webinar registration form, a webinar registration page, um, a thank you page to show up after people registered, um, a page for people to watch the replay, and then a separate countdown deadline for how long I wanted that replay to be available. I had to connect all of these things to my email marketing platform. I used ConvertKit so that people get tagged appropriately in the system based on the actions they're taking. So they get a tag when they register for the webinar, they get a tag when they watch the webinar, they get a tag when they purchase the course, etc. And then the emails that they get change based on those actions and those tags that are applied to their account. Uh, another thing I did, I created a waitlist page for my course and another set of automated emails to go with that. So the waitlist page is what lives live on my main website now, and I can share it at any time on social media when people express interest in my course. 
And then, of course, I had to create a sequence of automated emails to go out when people sign up for the wait list so that then eventually they are invited to watch the masterclass and join the course as well. And then finally, I had to make sure I had Facebook tracking pixels installed correctly across all these different pages and platforms so that in the future I could set up custom audiences in Facebook when I'm ready to start experimenting with Facebook ads. I'm not there yet, but that's like future proofing for myself. Whew. So all of that took me about six months. Uh, but then as I worked on improving my pitch and my marketing materials, I realized that I also needed to update the course content and how it was laid out in order to match this new framework that I came up with. So I spent another six months or so doing that. And honestly, it really shouldn't have taken me that long. I was hoping for it to only take me like three months to redo the content, but then I broke my hand and I also totally underestimated the toll that being pregnant would have on my energy levels and productivity. So it took me twice as long as I had sort of budgeted for. But finally, at the end of June 2021, nearly one year after committing to creating an evergreen funnel, I was ready to open up that funnel to my current audience. Whew. And honestly, in the grand scheme of things and where I'm trying to get this business to go, that's really step like 0.1 because once the offer is opened up to my current audience, um, then my focus is supposed to shift to filling the funnel using organic and paid traffic strategies, which I haven't even started doing yet in, in an organized and efficient way. But the initial opening of the funnel, sort of like a mini launch, I guess, is step one, just sort of announcing that your course is available to your current existing audience, mostly through your email list. And it went swimmingly. So the title of this episode sort of gives it away, but I was offering my SEO Made Simple course for a one-time payment of $9.97 or a six-month payment plan of $167 per month for six months. And how did I let people know that they could join? Well, I did two weeks of pre-marketing first, so it wasn't just like radio silence and then surprise, my course is open, sign up. Uh, I, I wanted to be present to my audience for a little bit of time before that and get their mind on even the concept of blogging and SEO. Uh, so to do this, I created three Facebook Live videos. It was supposed to be four videos, but you know, life happens. And then I published them on my Facebook page over the course of two weeks. And I also emailed those videos out to my list, which was 5,500 people at this point. And I shared them to my Facebook group, which was 11,000 people, and sort of sporadically shared them on Instagram. But that's not really where I hang out. I think I have maybe like 2,000 something like super cold followers on Instagram. And these videos were published on my Facebook page, not done directly into my Facebook group so that later when I'm ready to try Facebook ads, I can see who watched them and create custom audiences around that, which as far as I know is not possible if you stream directly into a private group. It has to be done on your page and then shared into the group. So these videos were all focused on different objections or reasons why people don't think blogging or SEO would work for them, and they gave tips or shifts in thinking to address those objections. And I think I posted um, the audio from those on this podcast as well. So if you were listening to some of the shorter episodes I had recently, um, that was the content I'm talking about. 
So then I publicly promoted the link to the masterclass for one week after that. And this was done mostly via a set of emails that I sent to my email list and a couple posts in my Facebook group. And I also have a small set of affiliates for my courses who were interested in promoting the course to their audiences. So they were also sending people to my waitlist or the masterclass as well. And if any of those people had gone on to purchase the course, the affiliate who referred them would earn a 50% commission for that referral. So let's get into the numbers. Yes. So remember, this was just one week of promoting the masterclass and allowing people to sign up. And the emails I sent out had about a 30% open rate for each email and about a 3% click rate for each email. So that's about 1,500 people reading each email and about 150 people clicking something each time. And then comparison to the post about the masterclass in my Facebook group, I remember my Facebook group has 11,000 people. I did a video in the group talking about the masterclass, but it was only shown to about 1,000 people. So that's like not a great reach. And then I did a text post as well with a link to the masterclass signup page, and that was only shown to about 2,500 people. So just goes to show that even though my Facebook group is twice as large as my email list, the email list gets better reach and engagement, which is a really important message to take in if you're listening. So it's important to not just rely on social media platforms because you don't have control over who sees your stuff, Um, and focus more on things that are in your more direct control, like email, where you know if you press send, it's going to show up in someone's inbox pretty much. Uh, Whether they open it is another story, but at least you're getting there. (laughs) Uh, So 684 unique people clicked to the Masterclass signup page from one of these sources, um, or potentially from an affiliate who is promoting it, and they viewed the Masterclass registration page. 448 of those people registered. So there's a 65% conversion for people who viewed the registration page and actually went through and signed up. Then 350 of those 448 actually showed up and watched the webinar. So that's a 78% attendance rate, which is really, really good. And then out of the 350 people who watched the masterclass webinar, whatever, sort of switching between what I'm calling it, 84 people bought, which is a 24% conversion rate, which is absolutely fabulous. And even crazier, 70 of those people bought live on the webinar or the replay to get the fast action bonuses, which means that 83% of people thought that the bonuses that I created were important enough to want to buy during that time frame so that they could grab those. So that's amazing. It's way better results than I used to get from my older teaching style webinar. And the cash flow breakdown on this. So while that breaks down to roughly $84,000 in value from my courses sold in that first week, that was not all cash up front. So when I redid this launch, I specifically decided not to mark up my payment plan option to be more expensive like most online course creators do. In the past, my payment plans were maybe like 20% more expensive in total than it would cost to pay up front. And I did it this way just because that was how sort of everyone was doing it in the online space. And I never really questioned it. But fellow dietitian Alyssa Rumsey, who has been a past guest on this podcast, brought this up in my Facebook group a while back, how payment plan markups were actually kind of 
exploitative and sort of punishes less economically advantaged people for not having large sums of cash up front and forces them to pay more for the same offer, which in a sense is just perpetuating their money struggles. And that just really resonated with me because I so remember having no money when I started out as an online entrepreneur and being so frustrated that I had to pay literally hundreds of dollars more for, for certain online programs just because I had to do the payment plan and I couldn't afford to pay it all up front. And it's so ironic that I held that frustration in the moment and then just perpetuated it in my own business later. But this time a light bulb went off and I realized I didn't have to do it that way and I could run my business however I wanted. So this time I experimented with not marking up the payment plan and because of math and wanting to have an even number for the monthly payment and not make it some like super awkward like $166.24. I wanted just an even number. It does end up being like $5 more expensive over the course of six months or something, but that's pretty negligible compared to $200 more expensive that most people would do. So because of this change, 74 people chose the payment plan. So basically 88%, almost 90% of people who were um, shown my offer chose the payment plan. Only a handful of people chose to pay in full. Additionally, some of these sales were affiliate referrals. So 20 of the payment plan signups were from affiliate referrals, as well as two of the pay in full signups. So that means about $11,000 of my eventual earnings from the 84,000 total will be paid out to affiliates eventually. And it was honestly pretty well spread out. I think my top affiliate that week referred six people, um, but there were 10 different affiliates overall who referred at least one person to the course. And that left me with roughly $73,000 in earned value. However, since so many of these people signed up for the payment plan, that will gradually be rolling in over the next six months. So what this really looks like is the total revenue that came in that week um, before affiliate expenses were taken out is $23,649, and then $2,667 were paid to affiliates, leaving me with $20,982 in cold, hard cash left in my business bank account. And you might be thinking, okay, but what about other expenses? And I honestly didn't really have many additional expenses for the launch. Most of the tools like Deadline Funnel, Vimeo, ConvertKit, my website hosting, the plugins used for my courses, um, things like Canva to design stuff, I was already paying for that in my day-to-day business operations. I also don't have any assistance or help right now. It's just me doing all this right now, so no expenses there. And I think the only things additional that I bought were a subscription to EverWebinar since I wasn't previously running any Evergreen webinars. And I chose to buy the annual subscription for $499. And then I also signed up for a subscription to a tool called StreamYard um, because I wanted to play around with going live on Facebook in a more user-friendly way. And that was $25 per month. And then I bought some templates from creativemarket.com to help make my handouts and downloads for the course and the bonuses look prettier. (laughs) And that's a really awesome website if you need any design help. 
and I spent about $115 on those items. So my total extra costs were just $639. So really that leaves me with a little over $20,000 in cash that came into my bank account during those seven days. But remember, I also scored some pretty sweet monthly recurring revenue. And even after I account for how much I'll be regularly paying out to those affiliates, I had already at that moment a guaranteed $10,688 a month coming in every single month for the rest of 2021. So even if I make absolutely no more course sales for the rest of the year, I have over 10K a month in profit coming in. And the whole point of setting up this evergreen system is to continue making consistent sales week after week. And spoiler alert, in the three weeks following that initial launch, 11 more people have signed up. Um, so that monthly recurring revenue should continue to come in and each month I'll be earning slightly more as those payment plans kind of stack on top of each other. And remember, while I have decided to go all in on the Unconventional RD brand in 2021, and I shut down my nutrition-focused membership site and blog, I still have a couple other income streams coming in, like some affiliate income and even some pre-existing payment plans that are still going on from past sales that I've done for my courses. So my actual monthly earnings are even higher than just this one stream. So pretty awesome, right? And honestly, with my new baby on the way at the end of August, it's such a relief knowing that I've basically created a self-funded maternity leave for myself for the rest of the year if I need it. Uh, now, of course, I need to continue creating content and growing my audience or else all those payment plans are going to end in January and my income will suddenly drop off. Um, but I have faith that I'm following all the right steps to make that happen in a low stress way that will naturally roll out over the next five months. So, so far, I would call the opening of my evergreen funnel a resounding success. And I definitely owe a lot of gratitude to Caitlin Batcher's Scale of Success program for helping me up-level all my marketing materials to get to this point. And honestly, in full disclosure, I didn't even get to finish her whole program before my one-year commitment expired. Uh, I ran out of time to even get into the teachings on Facebook ads, so we'll see. I might join up again after I'm done with maternity leave, or I might just experiment with ads on my own. But Either way, I definitely made my investment back, and I'm glad I took the time to take focused, strategic action to turn my business from more of a hobby into an actual systematized thing, and I'm glad I invested in the mentorship to make that happen. And if any of you who are listening are looking for a free space to connect with other food, nutrition, and wellness entrepreneurs, please join my free group, the Unconventional RD Community, on Facebook. It's a great way to connect with others and get support from other people in our industry who are also working on growing their audiences and creating unconventional income streams. So if you're not already in there, just search for the Unconventional RD Community on Facebook and shoot me a request to join. If you leave your email address during the request process, you can actually check out some of my Evergreen Funnel in progress because you'll receive some of the emails that I mentioned setting up. Uh, and be invited to join my free SEO Made Simple Masterclass within a week or so of signing up. So if you missed out on the launch of my SEO course recently, it's not too late to get more information and join us if you leave your email when joining the Unconventional RD community on Facebook. So I can't wait to connect with you further in there and hope you have a great rest of your week. 